podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Have you been picked? Get up to £100 back as a free bet on every race at the Cheltenham Festival with Star Sports. Place a bet on any selection on the day of the race at the festival. And if you finish second, beaten a length or less, you'll get your money back as a free bet to the same stake up to £100 to use on any event in the next 24 hours. Visit starsports.bet or download the app for more details. Welcome to the only podcast that brings you the best betting insights from industry experts to mark your card for Cheltenham 2022. Every race covered in under 90 seconds. This is Bet Bites, the bite sized betting podcast. Hello again and welcome to our new listeners and subscribers as well. This is Bet Bites, a quick fire run through the card on day two of the Cheltenham Festival. Had a great start to the week yesterday. A couple of winners to start with, then we sat back and basked in honeysuckle. It's almost poetic, isn't it? Today, Luke Alder and OddsChecker.com's Andy Holding go through the card once more and a couple of extra treats as well as we're joined by Racing TV's Gordon Brown to add his views of the big race of the day. And Luke finds us a horse that fits his very special betting system. Exciting stuff, eh? Once again, thank you to our sponsors, Star Sports, and our new host, Sports Social Network, for getting us here. Here we go with day two then, and the first two races from OddsChecker.com's Andy Holding. This is Bet Bites Cheltenham with Star Sports. Andy Holding here from OddsChecker.com, taking a look at the first race on day two of the Cheltenham Festival 2022, and it's the Ballymore over a mile, uh, sorry, two and a half miles. Um, a small but select field, um, but we've got Sir Gerard, a very, very short price favourite, off the back of his scintillating performance at the Dublin Racing Festival, jumping out to make all the running. He made a few mistakes on the way around, but he galloped his rivals into submission, beating three-stripe life and Colonel Mustard very easy, and the big gaps back to some very good horses who just literally couldn't go the gallop. And looking at the overall time figure and the sectionals on that particular card, he would have actually beaten Honeysuckle if you compare the like for like furlong per furlong times of the turn. We saw, of course, what Honeysuckle did yesterday in the Champion Earl. So if we're comparing him to a genuine Grade 1 superstar, then obviously he's going to take quite a bit of beating. The only doubt would be the two-and-a-half-mile trip because we know he's got plenty of speed. So if you're looking for something as an alternative, you didn't want to take a short price about Sir Gerard, then three-stripe life, the horse that chased him home, is the most likely to um, fill out the frame. Um, based on the theory that wherever the favourite finishes, he should be there or thereabouts. He might actually improve for the trip as well, three-strike life. He's by leading light, and both the times that he's run over two miles this season, he looks as though he wants further. So, whichever way you strip it down, they're the two to concentrate on. The value is three-strike life each way at seven to one, or indeed in the without the fave market at around about the nine to four mark. Always bet responsibly with gambleaware.org. Race two on the second day of the festival 2022 and we've got the novice chasers here uh, in the uh, brown advisory over three miles though whether that's a kind of trip around a stiff track or suit brave man's game it's certainly up to question he's certainly got plenty of speed as we know um, a horse that um, showed um, a degree of elan and alacrity over his fences um, as he did last time at Newbury over two and a half but he's got to stretch it out to the three this time and he's going to obviously not face an easy task in being taken on for the lead there's quite a few front runners in this race so in a race where there's likely to be um, a few prisoners I'd probably go against Braveman's game at the prices 
and look towards something like Lompress and Capadano. Lompress, uh, representing the inform at Venetia Williams stable, has carried all before him so far this season. Winner of a grade one last time out by 20 odd lengths. He jumped fantastically around Sandown. And that was the feature of his round also here at Cheltenham early on in the season in December when he ran his rivals into the ground. Again, recording another very fast time figure. To all intents and purposes, he looks as though he wants further than two and a half, given he's galloped on strongly uh, on each uh, each occasion he's run over two and a half. Uh, so he should have all the credentials to go um, really close there in the um, RSA. The other one is Cappadano, uh, representing uh, Willie Mullins. Unfortunately, in City Rider last time out in the Dublin Racing Festival and went quite strongly fancied against Gallop on the Champ. But prior to that, he was second to Bob Ollinger in a very good time figure over two and a half miles. And he was doing all his best work at the end uh, on that occasion at Punchestown. So stepping up to three, of course, he is a three-mile winner of the EBF final last year at um, Fairy House. He should really uh, relish this stamina test, of course, if he can stay on his feet this time. So two against the field there in the Brown Advisory RSA Festival plate. Call it what you like. Uh, long press and uh, Cappadano, the two for me there. Download the Star Sports app from the App Store or Google Play. All of the Star Sports markets, including in-play, all easily accessible from your phone or tablet. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. You can follow Star Sports on Twitter at StarSports underscore bet, our Facebook page at StarSportsBet, and also view all our latest videos on YouTube at StarSports. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. You're listening to Bet Bites Cheltenham from Sports Betting Media in association with Star Sports. Well, day two of the Cheltenham Festival is upon us. I'm jumping in on race three, one of the hardest races of the entire week, the Coral Cup. However, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm going to play my best bet of the entire week in this race. That's Drop the Anchor, who a little bit weaker in the market the night before as I'm talking right now. Hopefully, he'll be supported uh, tomorrow after we've all got on, of course. As Simon Torrens takes a further £3 off of him. He's got a mark of 143. I think that's very, very workable. Uh, he finished a really good seventh in the county hurdle last year off a mark of 146. Uh, he was staying on late on in the, the piece. I think this trip is perfect for him. He ran an absolute stormer from a horrible position in the Liffey Handicap hurdle at Leopard town last time around if you go back and watch that race you'll probably fancy drop the anchor for this as well that form is working out quite nicely the likes of surprise package he was back in ninth he won the imperial cup at uh, sandown just the other day and i do think drop the anchor is capable of much much better he did only receive one entry for the Cheltenham festival that was this race as well so drop the anchor my bet of the week if that's not good enough for you then at a bigger price i think don levant could be interesting for evan and isabel williams was a good third at sandown last time around was miles back in the field on pretty poor ground uh, that day this will suit and has run well at Cheltenham festivals in years gone by was uh, last year eighth in the Coral Cup and uh, was uh, also uh, going back to 2017 sixth in the uh, champion bumper as uh, well so I think there's more to come from Don Levon he's uh, a big price in the race but the bet of the week is very much drop the anchor The feature race on day two of the Cheltenham Festival is the Queen Mother Champion Chase, which on paper looks an absolute cracker. Shishkin taken on Enogamine, Shaq and Forsoise in there. We've got last year's second Nube Negra and also last year's winner, Put the Kettle On. Also on violin, Fun and Bjorsivala and Politolog for good measure. But I think Shishkin can stand with authority on the two-mile chasing division. He was a, a very good winner of the Clarence House last time around at Ascot when beating Enogamine. 
and I have to say, everything went wrong for Shishkin on the day. He didn't really travel, he looked beaten early on, he didn't jump well whatsoever, that's very unlike him. Normally, that's one of his uh, fortes, but he still managed to beat Enogamine in one of the races of the season, if not the race of the season to date. I think being back at Cheltenham, he'll only enhance his reputation. He's won twice at the festival uh, in the past when taking out the Supreme Novices in 2020 and also the Arkle in 2021. I think he's just that good. Enogamine should put up a bold fight once again, but I don't think he'll get as close to uh, Shishkin as he did at Ascot. Shaq and Porsois, I'm not convinced about him over uh, in England, and Nube Negra may well pick up third, but hopefully we're just going to sit back, relax, and enjoy Shishkin at his very best. Always bet responsibly, be gambleaware.org. Love it or hate it, the cross country is next over at the Cheltenham Festival for the 410. And if you trust connections, it'll be the last time we'll see Tiger Roll on a race course in a competitive uh, nature. A horse who has lit up the Cheltenham Festival on many occasions in the past, including last year when giving Easy's Land an 18 length beating in this same contest. Uh, hopefully, he can do it one final time. It'll be more my heart than head cheering him on, but I very much hope that Tiger Roll can return to form. He has done it out of the blue in the past. He won't be going for the Grand National, but hopefully he can get one more Cheltenham Festival success to his name. As far as money goes, this is a real toughie because there are quite a few in the race that have got a chance. The likes of Prongard uh, over on these shores is completely unexposed. He looks to be uh, Ender Bulger's uh, new kid on the block, but I'll take a chance on Diesel Dallier and it's far from that confident of a selection, but he he absolutely loves it around here at uh, Cheltenham. We saw that back in Handicap Company at the December meeting. He beat Potter's Corner and Plan of Attack. Uh, obviously, Plan of Attack will uh, reoppose here uh, as well alongside uh, Potter's Corner. They are both bigger prices. But Diesel Dallier is very much an interesting runner. Look, he might not win. He might come up a little bit short for that. But it will give you a run for your money. It will be around the double figure uh, marker as uh, well. So hopefully Diesel Dallier uh, can go fairly close uh, this time over. And of course, more importantly, he's won for the grey number five, Connor. So, very best of luck with that. New betting people interviews are published every week at Star Sports. Exclusive interviews with the key people from the world of sports betting. Check out our full library of interviews at starsportsbet.co.uk. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. It's not just online betting at Star Sports. You can call us too on 08000 5 to 1 3 to 1 and speak directly to one of our friendly and experienced traders. BeGambleAware.org. Over 18 only. Twelve months ago, I was sat here telling you guys that Embittered was my nap at the Chapman Festival in the Grand Annual. That will not be the same uh, this time around. I do respect him. He's got more than enough ability to win this race of 145, but his jumping just doesn't hold up. We saw that last year when he came down five from home. He was sent off favourite for the race, but for all that he's a talented horse, his jumping just doesn't hold up, especially in races like this. So we'll look elsewhere and we'll look for a Paul Nichols winner uh, on the week. Uh, Harry Cobden taking the ride on board Il Ridotto, who I think will be a massive price in this sort of uh, race, but off a mark of 143, I think he's definitely capable. He did come over to this country and run a disappointing uh, debut for Paul Nichols at Newton Abbott. He was third behind Warlord on that occasion, but then he went to Newbury and he absolutely bolted up off a mark of 131. Uh, the handicapper did hike him up, but for beating Numitor and Ferro Bombu fairly comfortably, 
uh, that had to happen. He went to Sandown after that in grade one company. He was pulled up and Harry Cobden uh, said that he ran flat just uh, a little while after that Newbury uh, run. That is perfectly understandable. And at Lingfield last time around, I just think he got stuck in the ground and didn't quite get home when finishing third uh, behind uh, Warlord and Favois, who caught him later on in the day. I still think there's more to come from Il Rodoto. So for mark of 143, I'll take him. There should, as always, be a really strong pace in this race. That will suit him down to the ground. And Il Rodoto, hopefully, is a big price winner of the Grand Annual. This is Bet Bites Cheltenham with Star Sports. Final race on day two is the bumper, and it's a very um, uh, keenly contested race and a mouthwatering one uh, all at the same time. Uh, lots of anticipation uh, in finding which horse comes out the best from the camp of Mullins and Gordon Elliott. Uh, Fasel Vega represents Willie Mullins and American Mike is the big sledgehammer horse from the Gordon Elliott stable. Both of them have done uh, two impressive uh, speed figures so far this season. Fasel Vega's um, best performance was first time out when he absolutely slaughtered his field uh, to win uh, in the style of a, a very, very high class horse. And he confirmed that next time out when he went back to the doubling track and won uh, equally as easy. Uh, he's actually not a bad price. I thought he was going to be an odds-on poke for this race. So for those that like to take short prices about a horse who's going to take an incredible amount of beating, I certainly wouldn't put you off Fasal Vega. Uh, I think he might just have the measure of um, American Mike. There is one, however, at a much bigger price that I do think you should keep an eye on, working on the basis that if um, Fasal Vega does win, um, then the horse that chased him home on his debut, Julia Machine, only got beat five lengths. He should be there or thereabouts. Put it this way, if he gets beat by Fasal Vega by five lengths, and I think I think he'll be in the first four. And you can get 33 to one with him at the time of recording. You can also back him each way in the without the favourite market, around about 20 to one. And um, he improved on that first run as well when he um, won despite meeting uh, loads of trouble in running at Navin. So he actually bettered that first run on his next start. So yeah, I do think he's been massively underestimated in the market here, um, Joya Machine. Uh, and um, he's definitely the one I'd be having a few quid on at a price. So, Fasal Vega is the most likely winner, but Julia Machine is the definite value in the bumper. Oh, thanks to Andy Holding of OddsChecker.com there, and Luke Elder ahead of him, who's very excited about that grey number five. He always is. Uh, extra special added treat now. Here's Gordon Brown from uh, Racing TV to give you his thoughts on that big race of the day, the Queen Mother Champion Chase. And for Gordon, it's all about Shishkin. He's seven from seven over fences. He's bidding to make it a perfect eight. And he's an odds-on favourite to do so. I think he's, his price is about right, but there's maybe too much in the differential between him and Energimine, which I'll come to in just a few moments. He's got really good form at the uh, Cheltenham Festival, Shiskin, as well. 12 months ago, he uh, galloped to glory in the Arco, which is basically the, the novice chase for uh, champion chasers. And then the year before that, he actually won the Supreme Novice Hurdle. So he's an out-and-out two-miler. He's got bags of tow, and he got uh, he got rid of Energimine in the closing stages at Ascot last time. He looked beaten turning for home as Energimine kicked in the turbo, but he overhauled the Irish Raider in the shadow of the post to go on to win by a length. He broke Energimine's heart. I thought of the two, admittedly, Energimine had the, the harder race, but he's only got a he's only got a length to find, and the price differential is big enough. Um, I I would maybe watch and enjoy Shiskin in the race itself, but if, if I had to risk a couple of quid, it would probably be on the second favourite Energimine. Mully Mullins uh, knows his horses inside out, and as I say, I know he had a pretty hard race 
towards the end of January at Ascot. But at the price, I probably couldn't resist having a few quid on him just because he's trained by Willie Mullins. But to all intents and purposes, the champion chase, it looks like a two-horse race between Shiskin and Energimin. And that is your lot for day two then. My thanks to Luke Elder, to oddschecker.com's Andy Holding, and of course at the end there to Gordon Brown from Racing TV. We'll hear from all of them throughout the rest of this week as we continue our podcasts around the Cheltenham Festival every night, looking ahead to the next day's racing. Uh, tell your friends, uh, subscribe yourself, why not uh, get involved so that every evening you can get this delivered right to your inbox and get all the hints, tips and insight that you need ahead of every day of the Cheltenham Festival. And of course, Bet Bites returns weekly after this as the multi-sport version of Bet Bites, the weekly Bet Bites, will uh, restart and we'll be back in your inboxes once more doing the football leagues from around the world, from around the country and all the other sports as well. Your Formula One, your NFL when it's around, uh, all the rugby, the cricket, the tennis, whatever we can find a bet on. We'll have some insight for you with people who know what they are talking about not just betting tipsers but also ex-professionals journalists and podcasters that by Cheltenham is in association with our sponsor Star Sports Bet thank you once more to them also thanks to our new host at Sports Social the Sports Social Network it's great to be involved with them thank you to you for listening this is a sports betting media production please always gamble responsibly be gambleaware.org and we'll see you for Thursday. Have you been picked? Get up to £100 back as a free bet on every race at the Cheltenham Festival with Star Sports. Place a bet on any selection on the day of the race at the festival. And if you finish second, beaten a length or less, you'll get your money back as a free bet to the same stake up to £100 to use on any event in the next 24 hours. Visit starsports.bet or download the app for more details. Sports Social Podcast Network.